I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No, I'm late. It's the late show. Sorry, I'm late. You're too late. <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna see the show. But not to come late. You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour goes late. You're late. I'm not paying for those. But is he already too late to save his friends? You're too late! And I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're not going from Mary Poppins to a savage killer. <laughs> I would say yes, it lives up to the hype. <laughs> what little hype I had for it, it was pretty damn good. Jen, would you please get off your phone? Uh, make me. Alright, well, welcome to the show, everyone. This week is... Or, what? Hold, hold on. Alright. <clears> take welcome, two. Welcome to Late to the Show podcast with John and Jake. Jake has a cold. This oh, seriously? Week, yeah. <laughs> You got me in this fucking closed room with you? Yeah, that's right. right. And my cat. I'll kill you all. Uh, I hope you can still... away. Yeah, yeah, I hope you can still pick me up from back. You've touched my mic now. I can't touch this. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just come back in. Here we um, go. All right, anyways. All right, so yeah, uh, late to the show podcast. Um, this week we're doing the movie Goodbye... Lennon. John Lennon. It's the movie about how he was shot. Yo, um, too soon. What? Too soon. You know what? I also didn't realize Lennon, like um, the, the Russian guy, mm-hmm. was spelled different than John Lennon. Yeah. So I had a hard time finding the movie at first. L-E-N-I-N. Yeah. Well, I did L-E-N-N-O-N. Yeah. I, clearly. <laughs> and then also, I didn't realize goodbye was two words. In the movie might, title, Yeah, in the movie words. title, it's two words. But. Yeah. So I had a real hard time finding it on Amazon. For a second, because I watched it today, I was like, fucking A. The internet took this movie away right before I was going to watch it again. you got to be kidding me. But no, we're good. I'm glad that didn't happen, because yeah. we'd be having another filler episode. <laughs> yeah. Right after the other one. I wonder if anyone actually listened to that. Maybe Nick. I actually don't even think he did, because he didn't mention anything about that episode, but he did say he listened to Snowpiercer, which was the one that came out after that, so... Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, I don't need any I don't need to know any of this information. I know enough about these fuckheads. <laughs> I'm related um, to half of them. <laughs> uh okay, but yeah, um John, this is a movie you saw, right? Yeah, this is a movie I've seen and that nobody else I know has seen other than yourself, I guess Kate, and then uh, Kate Molly. Really watch it. I explained it to her at the end though. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, like, kind of started paying attention at the last 20 minutes of it. I'm like, oh, so this all happened. Gotcha. <laughs> um, yeah, Molly's watched it. You've watched it. Kate kind of watched it. So, that you, it? that's it. Those, those are the only people I know of who've seen this movie. Um, but uh, I like this one. I, I was a little nervous going into it again. I'm like, what if it's not as good as I remember it being? And it was still pretty good. I still still very much enjoyed this. Um I used this to earn language center uh, credits when I took German in college. Instead right. of doing actual work, I'm like, I'll just watch a movie in German. And I'll learn through osmosis with the subtitles on, so I'm staring at the bottom of the screen the entire time. Mm-hmm. Not even getting that limp sync down. Limp yeah. sync down. Yep. Limp so, sync. Uh, what'd you think, Jake? I liked it. It was a good movie. Um I do actually need my phone because I have a picture of something that I wanted to uh, discuss once we get a little further in. Okay. But, uh... <sighs> uh sorry. Um, so, 
What's this movie it? about, Jake? Hold on, hold on. I had a question for okay. you. Well, okay. So the movie takes place in the late 80s to 1990 in uh, East Berlin, yep. Germany. Kind of East Berlin because it's not East Berlin after the first 30 minutes of the movie. Um, I wanted to ask you, do you know, because you're a history major also, yep. do you know a lot about that time period? Like, uh, Not as much as I'd like to. My focus on European history was older than that. Like, okay. Like middle, middle Ages, like 1600s. Okay, old school shit. Didn't, yeah. Renaissance. I find that shit more interesting. Yeah, sorry, my cat's doing pull-ups in his cage like a fucking prison inmate. <laughs> Getting buffed so we can slit our throats at night. <laughs> and the door is open, too. It's not like he's trapped in there. <laughs> but, um, no, I just, I know that the Soviet Union was weakening. And the people of Germany wanted unification. Hmm. Um, it is one of the various historical events that, you know, whenever the whole, like, if you could go back in time to see one historical event, what would it be? I would love to go see the Berlin Wall fall. Yeah, like, I can't what, imagine what that kind of uh, environment, what that must have been like. It's pretty interesting that you say that because the same thing is going on right now in North and South Dakota. They're trying to become one Dakota. Yeah. They're just trying to tear that wall down in between them. But, yeah, but that in the middle of nothingness, there's just a giant wall between the Dakotas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it one ends day. at the end of the states too. It's yeah. weird. They could just walk around, but nope, you know they can't. These imaginary lines that humans set up to try and separate one another. They're more powerful than you think. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so... There's nothing in North Dakota. (laughs) If you're listening from North Dakota, find somewhere else to live. Is there anything in South Dakota? Isn't that where Mount Rushmore is? Is it? It's in one of the Dakotas. I can't remember. I've been separating the Dakotas. I've been there twice. I don't remember which Dakota it was in. Hmm. I've been to Myrtle Beach, and I can't 100% remember if it was in South Carolina or North Carolina, so... I couldn't tell you either. <coughs> um, so anyways, what's this movie about, Jake? So this movie is about Germany. Um, so yeah, it's like I said, it takes place in 1989 at the start. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so... This guy. I mean, if we're being really honest, it starts in like 1970 something, but probably. Then, but whatever. No, it does. It says like in the 1970s. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Um, okay, so the main character is it Daniel Bruhl. Yes, Daniel. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say Frederick Zoller because that's gonna be easier. The guy who played Frederick Zoller in Inglorious Bastards. His name's Alex in this movie. Yeah, I know. Um, so Frederick Zoller, he's a. Uh, Kind of recapping on his family growing up in East Berlin. It was him, his dad, his mom, and his sister. Yep. And kind of out of nowhere, the dad takes off and heads to West Berlin. West Germany? Yeah, the West. He heads westward. Yeah. Um, And uh, the mob shuts down. She, um, She... Tells her kids that Papa left because he's out with a Western whore, and then she shuts down. And then she overcompensates all, with all of her sadness by becoming super Soviet and super communist. Maybe not super Soviet, super communist. Yep. She's all about East Berlin. She's down to clown. So she gets really involved politically. Um, the Socialist Party. Yes, to the Socialist Party. And... Uh, 
and that's just how their life is for what five ten years yeah, something like that, because he's, I mean, he's an adult adult by the time the, when he becomes, yeah, when the well, character is now. Yeah, how old do you now, think he was when he was a little boy? Probably 10? Something like that. So yeah, probably like 10, 15 years afterwards. Okay. So yeah, and then that goes on for 10 or 15 years, and then um, uh, fucking Frederick Zoller goes out on a protest. What, right? Yep. It was a protest? Mm-hmm. to For unification? Uh... Well, he said it was because people want, like, the right to be able to walk around at night, like, get rid of, like, curfews and things like that. And mm-hmm. More, yeah. And it was also unification stuff. I wasn't sure if, like, they were protesting for the right to walk around. I wasn't sure if that was, like, kind of a, like, a poetic device, like, to say, we want the right to basically do whatever the fuck we want. So yeah. I didn't know if it just meant, in general, unification or literally to just be able to walk around. Yeah. So, anyway, he's protesting that, and he also meets his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, so, he's out protesting that, and Mother Dearest sees him and uh, has a heart attack. And she collapses. Collapses. She collapses? Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, she gets whished off to the hospital. Whooshed? Whished? Whisked. Whisked? Yes. Whisked. Whisked. She gets whisked. washed away to the hospital. She goes to the hospital. <laughs> I mean, she doesn't go there. She gets picked up and put in an ambulance. Well, she physically goes, just mentally, not till later. <laughs> <laughs> She's at the hospital. She um, <clears throat> she spontaneously appears in a hospital bed. Yes. And uh, as far as she's aware. <laughs> <laughs> just... And um, she goes into a coma because she had a severe heart attack. If that checks out, doctors sure listening, let us know. Um, Bad. <clears throat> and, uh, sorry, this is gross. So, uh, my cold, I mean. Do you need some water? No. It's fine. Do you want me to continue the recap for you? No, I got it. I can do this. All right. Um, it's just gonna be slow. They might as well just watch the movie. Yeah. Two hours of me recapping the movie. <laughs> In not that good of detail, either. Uh, so she's at the hospital. She's in a coma. It lasts eight months. During the meantime... Um, Germany does get unified for the most part. Yeah. Um, the wall comes down and the, they get Burger King and Coca-Cola. Life's never been better. Um, which is weird because, no, Burger King does sell Coca-Cola. Yep. That's right. Because they do the Coke freezes. It just tastes better at McDonald's. I wonder why Germany didn't get McDonald's. I'm sure Burger King was who sponsored the movie. Hmm. Um... Or maybe more. Maybe they didn't get McDonald's. I actually don't know. I'll look. <laughs> Check on that, please. So, uh, yeah. And actually, things work out really good for everyone. Um, it's pretty nice that the wall fell. Yeah, McDonald's is in Germany. Well, I knew it's in Germany now. I just meant, like, in the movie. You know what they put on French fries and Hollands instead of ketchup? What? Mayonnaise. <laughs> If anyone uh, likes Quentin Tarantino, you may have gotten that. Uh, the first McDonald's opened in Germany in, on December 4th, 1971. So oh. it probably didn't get to East Germany oh, right, until right, right. after Burger King did. Well, right. Ask that question. East Berlin. When did East Berlin get MacDougall? In... Click, 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 search, 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 search. Use that Google, homeboy. I'm working on it, man. God damn it. Would you search the question? I did. <laughs> the Google machine is running slow. 
There is an LA Times article from July 31st, 1990 that popped up. Oh, nice. So as of July 31st, 1990. Is it a JPEG or is it converted into text? This is an article. Oh, nice. From the LA Times. I'm shocked. You're using one of my freebies. <laughs> Anyways, you, you keep going. I'll keep looking. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, and everything's good and grand. And um, the sister starts working at Burger King. Pretty much everyone in the family gives up their socialist beliefs if they had any in the first place. And they're enjoying the unification of the Germanys. Uh, but then Mommy Dearest wakes up and she's in a sensitive state. The doctor informs them that if she flips out a little too much, she might go back to night-night time or die. And uh, so what they, what Frederick Zoller plans to do is he plans to keep Mom in a bedroom and make it East Berlinian there. He doesn't want her to find out that the wall went down because she was so committed to the Socialist Party. And uh, it's just kind of about his struggle to keep the secret alive. Yeah. Even though pretty much everyone else around him is like, we gotta fucking tell her. Yeah. That's a decent recap. Alright, cool. Um, I couldn't find... do the whole movie. So. <laughs> I couldn't find the information. No? No. Nah. Right, you start talking, I'm gonna look it up. So yeah, um, I'm not even sure exactly how I ended up finding out about this movie. I'm sure I just kind of like perused the selection of available German films. Uh, in the in the lab, and uh, there it was. Um, see, you're finding like the same sort of articles I did, like the 1990s. Sure, like, McDonald's up against the wall. It's like new. No, we don't want. They don't want to let McDonald's in. Cool. When was the first Burger King? Is the thing that I can't find. I'm not looking for the first Burger King. Well, I told you as of 1990 they didn't have McDonald's, and then I went to look for Burger King. I thought you found the Burger King thing in the first place. No. The thing I showed you was McDonald's. Anyways. Um, I guess I wasn't listening correctly. Clearly. Yeah, I'm not reading that. Yeah. Oh, at the country store. Oh, as, of the, as of July 31st, 1990, there was a uh, Burger King, at least, because it's at the country's first Burger King. So, oh. that's why his sister worked at Burger King, not McDonald's. Okay. Makes sense. So, so it is historically accurate. Yes. Right, just curious. Um, <coughs> but, uh, what do you think of his friend who was uh, also a film guy? Yeah, I'm trying to remember his name now. Is this, did Dennis? Dieter? Dennis. Dennis? Dennis D- Dusseldorf. Or something. Yeah, something like that. I don't fucking remember. Why didn't we pull this up on it? You've got a million tabs. Why is none of them this a on A million? Indeed? I've got five. Yeah, here. No, look. See? Just one. Uh, Goodbye, Lennon. Saving Hitler. There we go. Katrin Saab. No. Sass. Is that how you pronounce that letter? Yep. It's two S's together. It's why in the credits her name was S-A-S-S. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to her name. Yeah, it's Mutter. Right. Oh, Mutter. Mut- <laughs> I was like, Mutter? Um, Dennis. Florian Lucas. He Dennis. didn't get a last name. He does have a last name, though. Well, not in the credits he didn't. I, I liked him though. Yeah. I thought he was a funny funny guy, funny character. Um So I'm gonna read you and you may or may not have seen it when you saw this on Amazon Prime. But I'm gonna read you the Amazon description that pulls up for this movie and you tell me how accurate it sounds to you. Okay. Having literally just seen this movie. 
When his socialist mom comes out of a coma, Alex Kerner does everything he can to convince her that the Berlin Wall hasn't fallen. But the only thing he knows about the party is how to throw one. Oh, that's right. I forgot I, forgot <laughs> I read that at the beginning, and then I just forgot it while I was watching it. And I'm like, uh... I was, because I hadn't watched it, I was like, oh shit, maybe he's a party kid, I guess. Yeah, see, that was also part of my concern when I saw that. I'm like, am I remembering this movie wrong? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's not accurate at all. Right. All he knows about a party is how to throw one. Who wrote that? Not anybody involved who watched this movie, that's for sure. Yeah, that's really weird. I wonder if that's when this movie came to America. Uh, if they, like... Just a mistranslation? No, well, either Say that... he has a crazy time trying to do it, and they're like, oh, that must mean he had a party. So. Or somebody's like, well, if we tell American people what this is actually about, they probably won't watch it. So let's make him think he's a party guy to get him to go see this movie. Because he drinks a couple beers... And, like, he goes to that club to literally leave the club and go sit somewhere else with his, with uh, that weird, like, underground techno oh, yeah. Well, there club. was when he went and saw the, uh, and then the Titty and then, Whipped Cream show. Yeah, and then he went to the, the porn shop, and that was it. And that was for, like, five seconds of screen time. I was also surprised at the audience in that porno shop, by the way, watching that film. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, three regular-looking chicks and then a couple guys. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You didn't have porn in in. Uh, I know, East but Germany, like no apparently. one's like, <gasps> and everyone's just like, oh, that's what's on TV now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like Western TV. <laughs> it's just the fattest chick imaginable putting whipped cream on her boobs. Yeah. Not the fattest chick imaginable. I've seen Six Hundred Problem Life. There's some biggins there. Yeah, dude. Do you watch the show? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, but uh, yeah, so goodbye, I, Lennon. Yeah, goodbye, Lennon. I'm not uh, sure. I liked the movie though. I yeah. thought it was a, I thought it was a really good, solid movie. It had a kind of a style thing about it where um, they would like speed ramp certain things yeah. like when they're in motion and they're trying to hurry around and like do some kind of like part of his whole scam to like make his mom believe that she's in East Berlin still. Mm. They would speed ramp those moments, but it kind of really died off towards the end. Yeah. Like, it happened in, like, the first maybe two-thirds of the movie. Then for the last third of it, they don't do it at all. I, did, I think they did it one more time near the end when, like... Because I pretty distinctly remember uh, him and Dennis coming, like, around a corner in the car. That was that was up. That was when they were, um... That was when, uh, after she saw the Coca-Cola banner go down on that building from her bed. Oh, that's right. So that was, like, still before... Which was a great moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what is that? Uh, why don't you guys sing another song? <laughs> Your mom, shut up! You're ruining everyone's good times. But uh, yeah, I just I think it's a really nice, heartfelt movie mm-hmm. that like I also don't think could really have been made this way anywhere else, or at least with this sort of a setup for the story. Yeah, I without was think- without making it fictitious. I was thinking about a way you could do that, and the best way I thought completely would be, fictitious would be like. 9-11 like it'd be like something like that kind of event yeah. but I don't know how you'd even do it like how could you know how it would be real easy to pretend 9-11 didn't happen in someone's fucking bedroom it's just because looking out their window unless they lived in New York and had a fucking like eye line of the twin towers from their bedroom right but that's what you'd have to place the movie in yeah. order to make it interesting and so then, it would have to be like <laughs> maybe it's like some uh military general who is like 
really against going to war and his decision to go to war would have like really impacted the war in Iraq or something so they didn't want to let him know that 9-11 happened so he wouldn't think we gotta go to war after they knocked our towers down and having him not know they actually went into Iraq instead of Saudi Arabia where it actually came from now wouldn't that be an interesting would, movie John? I don't think it would be quite as heartfelt though no as, uh, it probably wouldn't no, at all <laughs> like uh, you lose the whole like you know, he's trying to do right by his mom. Yeah. Thing. No, uh, for sure. Uh, like I said, like you said, it wouldn't work anywhere else. Yeah. It, That's why like, I was like trying to think of like how an American version of this movie could it be just, done. It wouldn't. Which will probably happen in like 10 years. They'll probably try and do it on Netflix because they'd like to do that. Yeah, I guess. They like to take well, foreign movie like, ideas and just make the American version of it. I'm like, you could do, you should Korea ever unify? You could do it in Korea. Um, but then, like, the one point in U.S. history that I could think of, it would just not work. And that was Civil War. Yeah. Because, like, in this one, he's, like, getting kids to pretend like they're part of the that group. And, like, because you have to do it from the side of the losers. So it would be the Confederacy. Right. But that'd be also so kind of funny like, that he has to convince, like, a black guy to still pretend like he's a slave. <laughs> he's like, God damn that. No. Well, no, he, but, you get, but you then get, my other uh, thought Danny is Glover like. Danny Glover to do it, and he just says, I'm too old for this shit. And then hilarity well, ensues. Well, here's my thought, though, too, is that immediately following the Civil War, people in the South still didn't like black people, amazingly <laughs> enough. So I think whoever would do that would have no problem being like, you have to go do this. Unless it's just a Southerner who nest. Like, I mean, not all Southerners hated black people, some just lived there. I, Which is I a weird thing to say. It sounds like is that racist? It's not racist. They just happen to live in the South. So maybe it was like some Southern family who didn't have slaves, but necessarily didn't help not have slaves. So they're in the wrong. But it just wouldn't work in America. <laughs> is compliance wrong, John? Because uh, have fun trying to tiptoe around that one in. Uh, it's antebellum. already hard. <laughs> in the hypothetical. <laughs> Uh, but is uh, Vietnam unified? Yeah, Vietnam's unified. I, like for sure though, like they're yeah. not still kind of mad yeah, yeah. at each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Vietnam's good. Uh, what are some other countries that maybe aren't? I mean, there's like Taiwan and China. I don't think that one would work either. <laughs> Seems how according to China, Taiwan is China, and according to Taiwan, Taiwan is Taiwan. There so. you go. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> But here's the thing, in, in like this case, it's very clearly defined lines. We are East Berlin and East Germany. We are West Berlin and West Germany. I suppose. Which, Berlin is not in the middle of Germany, by the way. It's not? No. Oh. I actually think Berlin was actually, if I'm not mistaken, is in the western half of Germany. So Berlin was in West Germany, but half of Berlin was belonged to East Germany. Huh. So I didn't realize that the whole, um, I know nothing about this time period, okay. really, realistically. I know Mr. Gorbachev teared down that wall, and that's mm -hmm. about it. But I didn't realize that it was actually the whole country was split in half yeah. also. Yep. I thought it was just east-west Berlin. Nope. East-west Germany. Okay. Yep. Neat. Was it fully and cut in half? Like pretty much. Like a pretty decent split? Yep. Uh, was it and a then, jagged line, or was it I mean, yeah, line? it was kind of, you know, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't perfect. But, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, well... Because in Berlin, the eastern half 
Russia controlled after World War II, and the Western half, the Allied powers controlled, the U.S., Britain, France, mm. uh, controlled the Western half of Berlin. So why did Russia control it? Just because they... Because they came in from the east, and they helped oh, like, kick oh, the shit, shit out of... I kind of like this spot. We're yeah. Hold on much, to it. Pretty much, and then they got half the country, too. Mm. You know, there's a little Soviet bit about this in uh, The Man from Uncle as well. Hmm. Neat. It starts there, anyway. Yeah. I mean, Cold War era, you can do... You got East-West Germany. There was a lot of... Like, that was kind of like the dividing point between the East and the West in Europe. Mm. So. Everything East of East Germany was Russian? Was Soviet Union, yeah. Really? Yeah, a lot of it. Huh. Well, I mean, there's a lot of countries East of Germany. There's... I mean, there's a... Yeah, like, that's where a lot of, like, the Slovakian uh, countries... Well, isn't Greece East of... Isn't Greece of Germany? South. Well, yeah, Southeast. I think it's just mostly south. Is it south. directly south? Oh. Uh, I need a map in here. Uh, <laughs> Pull up a map. We can take a look right now. Uh, and also the uh, the soccer match, I believe, was also true. That soccer match. They well, kept yeah, popping I up. imagine that would be true. I don't know why they would lie about it. Oh, man. Oh, excuse me. So, yeah, see. Yeah, Greece all the way over here. Yeah, I think Greece was not, Greece was not a Soviet country, though. Berlin so, is actually oh, on the east side of Germany. Apologies. I'm, east side. Apologies, uh, Germany. I was wrong. So what, do you think the line like, came it was, through here? Well, you can like, probably look up a map of east-west Germany, too. That's a good call. East-west Germany. Fuck. Uh, all right. So that's kind of what it looked like. There we go. So no, it was not perfectly down the middle. And it really was. Wasn't even an even split. No, but Russia got Berlin on their half, so. Oh, wait, no, that's life satisfaction in Germany. I don't know if that's necessarily east-west Germany. I mean, it kind of would be. Well, yeah, it looks like it was. This is flu vaccination ratio. <laughs> All right. So Berlin is, like, smack dab in the middle of east Germany, but part of it still belongs to west Germany? Yep. So the people part of west Berlin, though, they have to feel like fucking... Like a human in the middle of the ocean. It's got to be like a sort Vatican. Like I'm, I'm imagining it's a Vatican City sort of scenario. But then, like, there was the time where, uh, like, uh, uh, the like the Berlin airdrop, where uh, Russia basically cut off all inroads to Berlin because oh, they were trying to snuff out yeah. all the Westerners in there. So the West fucking flew over West Berlin and paradropped supplies in for them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good on you, West Germany. So, you know, shit like that. That's why it was kind of a big deal when the country re reunified. Right. Because, I mean, there was families that were split by the wall. Yeah, like, I knew that. And shit like that. There's actually one of my all-time favorite historical uh, pictures is there's a picture of a soldier while the wall is still basically just barbed wire. Mm -hmm. Like, fucking two feet off the ground. There's a picture of a soldier jumping over it, like, making the decisions. Like, I'm going to fucking flee the east into West Germany and just jumping over this little thing of wire but it's a, i don't know i really like that picture yeah. yeah so wait could you shoot someone from east germany into west germany oh yeah really mm -hmm. yeah oh. the, basically there was like two sets of walls and a no man's land right in between them yeah i knew that there's like a minefield in there yeah because uh that and that sniper towers oh, i don't know about the sniper towers yeah don't there's really that. Oh, it's yeah. nighttime when i see it yeah there's towers they've got <laughs> they make sure nobody crosses it's that pretty wall. well barricaded mm -hmm. okay i mean you got to keep them filthy immigrants out but, um, 
So, but it doesn't necessarily count as out of their jurisdiction. What? <laughs> you don't get Ali Ali Oxen freed if you make it over the edge. I mean, if you can make it across, I mean, <laughs> it was also the Soviet, you know, this is where all like that spy drama shit comes from. I mean, they'll just send a spy to come kill you. Yeah. Do you want to watch Man from Uncle for next week? Let's just I mean, we it. were going to a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we let's didn't. just do it. Because right. I, I, I just watched it on an airplane coming, yeah. going to Alaska. I'm ready to watch it again. And also this movie kind of maybe like, hmm. Yeah. I could watch it. I guess that. Um, <clears throat> the guy who played Goebbels from uh, um, Inglorious Bastards is in it, by the way. Oh, nice. He's a pretty big character. Nice. But uh, goodbye, Lennon. Yeah, good. Bye-bye, yeah. Yeah. Lennon. I mean, I don't know. I guess we don't have a whole lot to talk about specifically with this one, but still, like, you well, know. Well, also because I'm a historical doo-doo head. So, Lennon, he's part of the statue that gets flown away by a helicopter? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep, he was the uh, leader of the uh, the revolution in uh, Russia. So, what about, what, what about that guy, uh, um, Henniker? Uh, the guy the, who resigned? Yeah. I guess he was just some big... W- I, I think he was just the Chancellor of East Germany. Oh, okay. So... And then Lenin was head of Russia. Not by that point. Lenin was dead. Oh. So I was a goodbye Lenin just because... Because Lenin is like... Thing. Well, Lenin throughout the whole thing was still like a very revered figure right, in Soviet... the socialist party. Like, that, that's kind of how uh, uh, Stalin came to power. He's like, I am Lenin's successor. Like, Lenin taught me... And now I'm taking over now that Lenin is dead. Who came in after Stalin? And Stalin was buddies with Hitler, right? No. No? No. Basically, they had I an agreement. I know agree- Stalin like, killed more people than Hitler. Though. They had an agreement that Hitler wasn't going to invade Russia. Okay. And then Hitler invaded Russia. And, and sounds like, all right, we'll just kill everybody, I guess. <laughs> and uh, just went off. Okay. Yeah, Stalin... <laughs> Stalin, one of his, one of or his only, I'm not sure which, uh, sons was uh, a German prisoner during World War II. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Germany's like, oh, we've got Stalin's kid. So they're like, you know, release these prisoners and we'll give you your son back. Stalin just wrote back, he's like, my son wouldn't get captured. You can keep him. <laughs> Shit. So his real son was actually captured. Yeah. And I think died in a German prison. <laughs> well, you know, don't get captured. It's a song by Run the Jewels. Uh, <laughs> Stalin was an evil, evil bastard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bill Burr actually had a bit about how um, Stalin put up bigger numbers than Hitler. Like everyone <laughs> like says, whenever there's like a politician who's like not cool, they're like, "He's the new Hitler." Have you heard about what Stalin did? <laughs> like he said, um, if uh, Hitler's like, he said if uh, Hitler is, um, who's gonna be in the new Space Jam? Please help me. LeBron, LeBron James. James. If Hitler's LeBron James, then Stalin is Michael Jordan. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. There's really no like political comment about it. It's just funny yeah. to me. Because oh. I, I know nothing about Stalin. Know a lot about Hitler. Yeah. I mean, an average amount about Hitler. See, the reason, part of it was the fact that, and part of the reason the Holocaust, we're going to get really deep here for a moment, folks. Okay. Uh, the Holocaust was kind of somewhat, so, sometimes seen as a more horrific one is just the cold machine-like efficiency with which it was, you know, taken... Carried out. Carried out. Thank you. Uh, taken through was what I was thinking I was going to say, and that's not even... <coughs> that's a weird 
That shit was done coldly. It it was. Like, it was like they kept meticulous details of everybody, numbers, shit like that. Mm. Stalin didn't. And it was just like, Gulag up in Siberia. And then you just disappeared forever. Like, no record of you ever existing. And, like, so that's just what... that's almost a little colder, though, too? Physically colder, yes. But, uh... (laughs) Well, yeah, the weather's colder. I meant, like, don't even care who the fuck you are. Well, I mean, he only did it to his political rivals. Um, And people who said, hey, maybe, you know... He's an equal opportunist bad bad guy? Yeah. Um, Basically. Um... He mostly just did it to his own people. That's why people don't talk about it as much. Because oh. it was Russians doing it to Russians. But it's also you know, why, the like... the first people that uh, Nazi Germany invaded was Germany. No. They said that in Captain America. <laughs> what? When? Uh, the doctor says a lot of people forget that the first people that Nazis invaded was Germany. Because <laughs> not everyone in Germany was... A Nazi? Yeah. No, I suppose, but... I don't know. I just thought, I thought that quote was good. No. <laughs> I like that quote. Yeah, no, Nazi Germany started in Germany. That's well, what... yeah, but the Nazis weren't all of Germany. No, they so weren't they all of Germany. they killed a lot of German Jews Yeah, they well. killed That's a lot of Germans, of a lot of Polacks. Uh, Polish lot of... people. Thank you for not using slurs. Is that actually a slur? Polak? Yes, it is. Oh, shit. I did not. It's implied that. I did not. Re- like, I legitimately that, like, did not realize. referring to a Polish person being dumb. Like, oh fucking Polak over there. I was unaware of that. Yeah, and I, ne- I will retract that statement. I've I've actually learned something today. I bet you say gypped too, you piece of shit. Which is a slur to gypsies. Yeah, I know. And gypsies is actually a slur also. Of like Romany people. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. I was well, just... I wouldn't know. Okay, I'm sorry. I learned sign. one today. <laughs> Alright. I, apo- I apologize for using offensive language. Thank you. Polish Jews <laughs> and Polish pe- non-Jews. Can you please say Polish people of Hebrew descent? No, because okay. Jews is Jewish people. Like, well, it's like that Louis bit. I mean, Jew is both the proper term to use, and with a little stank on it, it becomes a slur. So, like, oh yeah, that guy—he's a Jew. That guy's a Jew. See, it's different. Yeah, you just gotta watch your tone, John. Half my family is Jewish. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm looking out for that half. I don't know if you are anymore. Yeah, I am, actually. <laughs> Anyways, uh, goodbye, Lennon. Yep, goodbye, Lennon. See you later. Hasta luego. Yes, that got the... Uh, adieu. No, that's French. What's goodbye in German? Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, thank you. Or, if you're getting off the phone, auf Wiederhören, which means until I hear you again. Because Zayn means to see. So do you think blind people say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> German say I'll be the Huron. Huron. No, that, yeah, that was, that was the the inflection was wrong there, but still, maybe. I'd like to know. I mean, how literally Krista. did the German people take it? Oh, Germans are very literal with their wording. Yeah. So, yeah, you. I mean, if they have shit is spelled out for you in what they fucking say. Yeah. But you just have to speak German to understand I'm thinking it. when I get off the phone, I'll still say, see you later. Yeah. I wouldn't say, hear you later. Yeah, I know. But maybe talk to you later. I mean, this is what I was told by my fucking freshman German teacher in college. So He or and, she? Uh, she, and she was not a native-born speaker, but she's fluent. I mean, she's fluent, but I don't know if that's like she's something. She's a like a capitalist pig. 
I don't know if that's something in like regular like vernacular is how it goes or if that's just like a way you can say it. Mm. But yeah, as Crystal Fultz explains in Django Unchained, Alvita Zane means until I see you again. But since I do not wish to see you again, goodbye. You could goodbye, use, Lennon. You could use chus. Chus? Okay. Chus. T-S-C-H-U uh, with an umlaut. S-S. It means goodbye. It just means goodbye. That's a fucking nightmare to spell for such a small little word. It's not a nightmare. I was just trying to remember how to fucking spell it. I know, but it's got like six letters and one syllable. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> also, <laughs> also German. <laughs> Um, yeah. Have you ever been to Germany? Uh, not yet. I want to, eventually. But I have not. I'd like to go to Berlin. Uh, I would like to visit Auschwitz. Um. Any of the other depressing places in Germany you want to go to, Okay, Berlin is not immediately depressing. I know, but Auschwitz is. (laughs) Auschwitz is, yeah, I know. But, uh. Warsaw, that's in, that's in Poland. Yeah, that's in Poland. Are there what what are the other ones that are in Germany? Uh in Ger- I don't know where they were located. I know there's Dachau. Um Sorry, I'm thinking of the family kind of joke. <laughs> yeah, Holocaust joke. It's a Great. Bit of a dark joke. <laughs> yeah, that's it's really hilarious. Oh, see, so yeah, I was thinking of the one where they're talking to the cow. Yeah, yeah. Where he says, We spell it more C O W like cow. Yeah, that's yeah, a Holocaust, Holocaust joke. joke. That's, that's great. Uh, that's really hilarious. Um <laughs> Uh, there's Buchenwald. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. Um, those are the only ones I know off the top. Those are the kind of famous ones. Um, but I don't remember where two of them are located. You don't remember any of the mom and pop internment camps that they have? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if it made you laugh, you can't get mad. <laughs> yeah, you can. But... <laughs> um, anyways. Um, so, yeah, I want to go to Berlin. Um, I'd like to go to, uh, yeah, I just, I'd like to go around Germany, mm. like Germany more specifically out of all the countries in Europe. Yeah. Or, mm. Yeah. Kate went on a cruise through uh, Europe and they went to Germany, but it was weird. So like they only had like, I think maybe six hours in Germany and to go to Berlin, you had to like hop on a train. Oh, okay. it took like an hour and a half. So by the time you the trip there and back you only had like an hour or two anyway mm. to spend in berlin so they didn't end up going some people did i think some people got left behind also that happened in russia they left people behind in russia because they didn't make it back to the boat in time like sorry deuces yeah they took off they said dusseldorf to that motherfucker yeah which means nothing that's a city in germany right yeah okay. <clears throat> hamburg i'd like to go to i think maybe they did go to hamburg because Kate brought me back a beer stein from Germany. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. Where did I put it? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. I'd like to have some proper German beer mm-hmm. from Germany. Auf Deutschland. I don't know if Kate had a beer in Germany. She had beer in uh, she had Guinness in Ireland. She said got, that was good. I got Guinness from Ireland and I've never been there, so... Well, technically all Guinness is not from not Okay, not the stuff from here. I got stuff from like the brewery. Yeah. Straight from the brewery. Yeah, but she's not, not the shit. Everyone that, says that it, it stops being as good once it makes the journey across the pond. It was fine when I had it. It tasted better than Guinness on this side. So. Oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, goodbye, Lennon. Yeah. Good movie. What'd you think of the uh, 
kind of a twist at the end, spoiler alert. Where he kind of becomes what he was trying to do for his mom. That and how, like, the truth behind their dad. Oh, um, yeah, I was kind of wondering if, like, so she kind of had the mental breakdown at the beginning of the movie. Yep. And then she she overcorrects herself by becoming super socialist. So I was wondering if actually the heart, like, if she would have ever felt that way without the heart attack that she had had, you know? What do you mean? Like, if she would ever, like, maybe having the heart attack, she kind of forgot part of, because she had amnesia afterwards, you know? She Mm -hmm. wasn't fully the same person afterwards. Yeah. So I wonder if she had never had the heart attack, if she would come to that realization that she actually misses robert and yeah i think she, she regrets would have. not going with him or if because of the heart attack and everything it kind of jogged something in her like mind that made her feel regretful that she had done that well part of it too part of the overcorrection was her husband fled to the west yeah and that so now she has to be like i don't agree with like because she was she worried would, her kids would get taken away. Yeah, so she had to overcorrect basically, and but she like, did it for like ten years. I yeah, mean, she could have like been pretty stringent at first, and then kind of let it, you know, simmer off. Well, I'm, I mean, she she found satisfaction in what she was doing. Yeah. But um. Uh, you know, as time went by, so it was something, and it became her life too. Mm. Um, but I feel like after when the wall fell, if she hadn't on unconscious when that had happened um i feel like she would have gone to try and find him yeah to reconnect well yeah that's kind of what you see at the end not necessarily that she was upset she seemed upset when she first found out but after alex shows her the final tape Mm -hmm. she realizes that he did it out of love and she was she would have been actually embraced the change that happened when the yeah. wall fell. Yeah, she took it to the grave because she find uh, Alex's girlfriend tells her right, um, and Alex that, does not realize. By and the way. Alex never knows. Yeah, um, I was surprised that they never let him know. They, I feel like they probably told him after she had passed, but at the same time, I think the movie implies that he just doesn't know. I think it, I because I, it kind of leaves him in the same sort of world of limbo that his mom was in yeah and i feel like it's easier for him to not know yeah and well and it became it also became part of who he was because he was because you could tell the whole time like how much he cared about his mom like and you see the picture afterwards where he like he's looking at her instead of the camera Mm -hmm. um and just like how important his mom was in his life well you could even see that when she went bonkers the first time because Mm -hmm. he was he was Not that he was the only one trying to fix it, but it showed him... As the him, protagonist. It showed him, instead of his sister, you know, like, going to her and always talking to her when she wouldn't speak and was yeah. basically catatonic. <laughs> yeah, so for him, like, his whole life has kind of been, like, it's been important to him to make sure... Mom's okay. Mom's okay, that mom knows she, he cares about her, um, and things like that. So, um... Like, and almost with that final video, like, that was, like, she saw just how much, like, that, I felt like that one act was, like, just, it showed her just how much he cared about her and wanted her to be happy, even though, like, you know, she, nobody knew how much time she had left. Right. And for anyone curious what we're talking about, so, the mom started wanting to watch TV while she was being told that this is all East Berlin. So, what uh, Frederick Zoller had to do was... 
he had to make up newscasts and um, he had to use old recorded TV shows and stuff mm. to make it seem like everything was still East Berlin. However, once mom had snuck out a couple of times because she was getting better, they had to explain all the capitalist shit that was appearing in Germany. Yep. So, like, at one point it was... Um, so, we mentioned earlier a Coca-Cola banner came down on a building that was part of her view from her bedroom window. So, yeah. she just saw it one day. She's like, what the fuck is this? They on her birthday. A, yeah. They had to make a newscast saying how um, uh, East Germany uh, realized that um, the West, just Western everything, had basically been lying and saying Coca-Cola was their product. But it was actually originally invented in East Germany in 1970-something. Mm. Yeah, or, or 1953, I think. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and then she's, she's like, like, oh, I thought it was uh, around longer than that. No, Mom, can't you see they were lying? Coca-Cola was ours. <laughs> Which is one of my favorite lines, too, when she's like, I thought it had been around since before the war. <laughs> <laughs> They've been lying to us for years. <laughs> um, so, but then at the very end... Uh, uh, oh, when she actually sneaks out of the building, she sees, like... Um, all these different types of cars that are out in a... Oh, no, that was when... She, it was about Western refugees. Yeah, the... So why so, did he have to explain why the wall went down? No, so he didn't... Uh, he got to that later. That was him oh, going that was to be, like, his explanations, like, Dad this is... able to get here. Well, and this is, like, his... This is the truth, like, the wall has fallen, like, instead of telling her the, the actual truth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, no, the one when she went outside, and, like, there were... Uh, some of the people who were moving in, first off... As you kind of saw at the beginning and how they had to dress later, it's like a very more conformist, like, this is how you dress. And also very good... conservative, too. Yeah. Um. So when uh, the new people, tenants were moving in, and they were from a city in the West. Mm-hmm. Like, they were moving in from West Germany. Yeah, they're setting up, like, leopard print furniture and a pink fuzzy lamp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very non-communist looking stuff. Yes. So they explain, uh, so they, uh, his friend Dennis makes a video where they explain uh, that uh, the Eastern West is Germany. basically yeah. falling, and so people are trying to flee into East, East Germany. Germany. <laughs> so they're refugees. Yes. And, um, yes, that's right. And then, uh, so they go to their cabin that they haven't been to in a very long time, um, and... Uh, because the mom decides she wants to help all these Western refugees, so she wants yeah. to fix up the cabin and make it a nice place that can, you know, harbor refugees. Yeah. And while she's there, though, she gets a bunch of memories and she starts um, reminiscing a little bit. And she uh, <clears throat> says to her kids that um, their father actually had tried to contact them and she told the truth about that he didn't leave them for a woman in the West Um, He was never really part of the Socialist Party, so he just went to the West because he was going to get scrutinized being in East Berlin. And the family was supposed to go with him. However, she couldn't because if they would have waited around for visas to get over there, someone would have taken her kids away from her. And that's actually why she became super socialist. And then she said, oh, I just really wish I could see my ex-husband again. So, um... uh, uh, sorry. Frederick Zoller <clears throat> goes off and find, tracks down Dad, lets him know, hey, I'm your son, and um, he brings her back to visit Mom. While he's off doing that, his girlfriend tells Mom that everything's a lie, 
and uh, um, never lets Frederick Zoller know. So uh, they reunite the ex-husband and the mom, and uh, they just kind of, you know, talk it out, I guess. The, you yeah. really don't see anything that happens between we, them. We don't know anything that happens between them other than, like, the first look they have together. Right. Because uh, mom was about to flip out because she was told right as they were coming in. So she was about to flip out until she saw her ex-husband, and then she, like, settled back down a little bit. Yeah. And it's important to know, too, that she knows at this point it's fake. Yeah. Alex does not know she knows it's fake and has told his dad, it's like, this This is what you have to tell her. Uh-huh. You can't tell her about the wall falling. You can't tell her you this, this, and this. You have to keep up the charade. Yes. So that's also part of why it's important that we don't know what they talk about. Yeah, I suppose. Well, Why? Why is that important that we don't know? I mean, we already know she knows. Yeah, we know so she knows, it but it's a... If we know that he knows that she knows. No. I just... I feel like it... Well, it's important. I mean, I guess it's not necessarily important. I guess what specifically they would talk about is irrelevant to uh, to Alex and his experience. I guess, As yeah. a protagonist. So, we never find out what is said uh, between them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, yeah, so... Uh, Alex decides that, yeah, she needs to know that the wall is down, but he decides to make a tape of his version of the wall going down. Yes. And what it is, is, um, he has the actual guy resign like it actually happened in real life, but he hands the keys over to a cosmonaut that... His childhood hero. But it was kind of East Germany's childhood hero. Yeah. Like, it was like this huge idol who would become nothing after the wall went down he became a taxi driver yeah but uh he actually found him and uh made it look like he was the new prime minister of east germany Mm -hmm. or germany yeah um and uh he said like socialism is about you know opening up to your neighbors so i'm taking down the borders yeah it was actually a really good speech. Yeah, and how, like, cause <laughs> as a cosmonaut, like, it's like, up in space, all the problems we have on Earth seem tiny. Right. And insignificant. And so, yeah. Uh, and, you know, the mom already does know that it was all fake anyway. She knows that Alex has been lying. She knows that this whole tape isn't real either. Yeah. But she plays along with it because, one, she knows how hard Alex has worked to just keep her alive, and he did it out of love, not out of deceit. He was yeah. not a duplicitous taint. Um, and so she just lets him believe that she believes. It's like Santa Claus. Yeah. So it's a... It's, a, it's kind it's of the last motherly thing that she does. Because <clears throat> she dies that night, correct? Or a like day later? Right, I, something right afterwards. Yeah. They don't really say she dies soon. But then, uh, yeah. And then I mean, he shoots her into space with a model rocket. Yes. Cause her ashes, not her body. Yeah. <laughs> um, because for him, I mean, again, with the whole cosmonaut being his childhood hero, so like he thinks a lot of times kind of in those poetic like terms that we... <laughs> think with like space and like you know being up with the stars and looking down on us and things like that that's how he thinks and a lot of the monologue throughout a lot of it is right and so like that's his like last gift to his mother is to like 
Well, she Spur also wanted end. her ashes to be spread around, which was illegal to do in Germany, east or west. Yeah. So I do kind of like the efficiency of just shooting them up in like 100 feet in the air and be like, well, I'll get them around. Yeah. So it works a lot better than the big Lebowski version of spreading the ashes. <laughs> yeah. Where he could have just sprayed them all over um, Ariane, <laughs> his yeah. sister. Oh. Or Ariane. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I don't remember. I'm... I mean, Aryan would make more sense than being in Germany, eh? Huh? Eh? Huh? No. But it's... Um... But yeah. I mean, it was a really good movie. Um, like I said, they had like that... A couple of stylized elements where they would like speed ramp it like they did. Yep. But it kind of died off, so it... It kind of didn't feel as well integrated to the movie as it could have been, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really know if the movie necessarily has a overall feel to it, other than it's just a good story. Yeah. Like, I, think... I enjoy the story, but I don't know if it has, like, if it's got, like, a real style to it or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe there's nuance in the um, context of it being a German film. Like, maybe to German native people, they're like, wow, like... It's like a Quentin Tarantino movie to them. It, it has all sorts of style that I don't pick up on. But, yeah. You know, so I could only really look at the visuals because I don't get the nuance of the German language. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I'm sure that's something that would help too is actually speaking German. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we, we trust what the subtitles say and it gets us through the movie, but, right. you know, you, I think you do lose some of that, like... It's still just an interpretation. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, and it's more of a literal interpretation where it's like... You know, here are the actual words that they're saying mm-hmm. versus like, and I don't have an example for it, but it's like maybe a way he says something or a way that somebody says or puts a word in somewhere. Yeah, go watch a, a kung fu movie and you'll understand what we're saying <laughs> because some of those are oftentimes taken too literal. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, shit. So, what was it? Um, oh, I was watching... Uh, Jesus, my nose is running. I was watching uh, Enter the 36th Chambers. Okay. No, that's the album. Um, the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. Uh, who actually, the main character that is Gordon Liu, who played... Um, hold on one second. I don't remember what we were talking about before you paused it there. Uh, shit. Um, uh, we were talking about the style. We were talk- Oh, Kung Fu movie you were watching. Oh, Enter the yeah, okay, so Chamber. I was watching the 36th Chamber of Shaolin. And um, their voice acting in that is kind of weird, and you don't like, you don't necessarily understand what they're saying because I feel like it's being translated too literally. So I switched on the subtitles, and even the subtitles to that were also kind of weird. So there was like a weird balance where I had to listen to what they were saying and then compare it to the subtitle and kind of get it figured out that way. Yeah, because they weren't this, like it didn't like have the subtitles to the English audio. It was the subtitles. English subtitles for the actual, like, Chinese language. Or Mandarin, I, what, I guess. And while you were watching the, the English dub? Yes. That would throw me <laughs> off. Holy shit. Yeah, so it was uh, a little... But I still like the movie. But that's just my point, is that, like... You miss some of those subtitles. <laughs> the dub is an interpretation of the original, and so is the subtitles. They're just yes. another interpretation of the original. So. Yes. 
knowing you're never getting like the actual experience of if you are fluent in the language and can understand what they're saying in their native tongue and the subtleties of the wording right um that was all i was trying to say yes um but no i think this is this is a good movie this is one that's i don't know not one that can be rewatched constantly i feel like i don't necessarily no, I don't think, think so at all i mean you just rewatched it a bunch of times because you had nothing to do in german class it wasn't in class this was out of class work that you had to do and had to have been signed into the lab x number of hours and i'm like i'm just gonna watch fucking movies <laughs> um instead of doing you know anything potentially productive also i had a uh, mythology class in german college mythology? nope just oh. a it, it was mostly focused on greek and roman mythology right um but I actually just got uh, Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology book uh, mm. when I was in Chicago a couple weekends ago. I'm really enjoying it. It's just Neil Gaiman writing out the fucking Norse myths. But I'm thinking there, I'm finding it interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, uh, I took a mythology class, and uh, the department it was in, or the, like the like the class, you know, you got the, like the letters and the number. Yeah. It was I think it was F L C L two O something. Fully <laughs> Well, F L means foreign language. And CL was classical. So it was like, you know, like Latin and Greek classical language. So I had to have fucking foreign language lab hours for my fucking mythology class. We didn't learn Latin or Greek in this class. (laughs) We just had to spend some time down in the fucking language center. Oh, that's weird. Because it was technically in the foreign language department. That's weird. Yeah. That's really weird. It was really weird, but it was a fun class. That's funny, though, because FLCL is an anime, and it means fully coolly. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's it's a weird anime. Um, they can be. Yeah, <laughs> it's very weird though. I remember watching it like when I was back in Michigan. Mm-hmm. So when I was like young, I was maybe eight. Okay. And just like not getting it at all, and then I watched it again like maybe six months ago, and I was like, this is still just as confusing. <laughs> still don't know what the hell's going if on. If you're gonna watch this, you have to just like let go of any like yeah. idea of how people are supposed to act with each other. That's fair. Man, I have not watched an anime all the way through in a while. Well, I watch because I've only seen the first season of One Punch Man. I've seen the first season of Mob Psycho 100. I didn't finish that. See, I liked it. It was... was... I liked it too. We just switched our cable thing so we didn't have a DVR anymore and I was recording them. And, uh, I love I love in Mob Psycho 100 the guy he works with that uh, Mob works oh, for. Oh, the redhead dude. Yeah, yeah, the guy who's like the fake psychic. You see that there's a live action Mob Psycho. Yeah, so I haven't watched it, but <laughs> um, but then uh, I literally was six episodes away from completing Death Note, and I just never did. I was like that with um, the original uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. You know what? And the same with Brotherhood, because Netflix didn't have the last six episodes for some dumb fucking reason. Weird. So then I went, I started watching it on, uh, what was it called? Like, kissanime.net, just free streaming on the internet. Mm. And uh, for whatever reason, I didn't finish it there either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I was, shit, I was watching Death Note on fucking Netflix. Mm. The last six episodes were there. Just didn't. Um, I think the last anime... Well, so... I prefer to still watch the dub just because, like, if I'm watching the dub on uh, Toonami and I'm really into it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to wait anymore, I will sometimes go watch the sub on Netflix if it's there, you know? Yeah. 
But um, for the most part, I, I like watching the dub. Yeah, I've I've got no problem with the dub. Though the Nick was who have problems with the dub is like when they watch the sub first and then they switch to the dub. And they're yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. Well, fucking, you know, Nick doesn't care about anime. Not that but much, but he liked One he Punch. He fucking he liked One Punch Man enough to not wait for the dub, and it's like I've just got to watch this now. And he watched it all in Japanese with subtitles. Mm-hmm. So good for good for you, Nick. Yep. Uh, Lotusina, though, however, just hates the Japanese people. That racist. <laughs> he wouldn't even watch Kill Bill. He's like, no, I'm good. It's like, okay. Wait, for real? Actually, he didn't want to watch Kill Bill. Did somebody make him watch Kill Bill yet? No. I don't think so. Okay, well, we're going to have to get Lotusina on here and, you know and relate to the show for Kill Bill. <laughs> and, you know, a part of it was also because it has that section that is anime for, um, what's her nuts Oren. story. Yeah, thank you, Oren Ishii. Yeah. Her backstory is done in animation. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I don't know. Kid's a prick. Don't know what to say. Yeah, he has to... Yeah. A lot of you're listening to this, we're going to make you fucking watch Kill Bill for this fucking podcast. Don't you don't have to watch Volume 2. That's fine. Definitely got to watch Volume 1. I mean, we'll just let everyone know what a racist he is until he does. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Does that work? Yeah, it works for me. Cool. Yeah. All right, Nick Laudacina is a big old racist, everyone. Yes. Um, you could be like, hey, could I get a recommendation for a, a Chinese restaurant? And he could be like, I hate the whole Asian world. <laughs> oh, yeah, I killed like four of them. Now you're what, in a, a serial killer? Yeah. Now you're in an awkward conversation with a serial killer. <laughs> I just put that special on recently, up to that bit, and I'm like, all right. And I turned it off. Nice. Uh, that's Tom Segura's Completely Normal. Go watch it if you hadn't, or listen yeah. to it. It's on Spotify. Yeah. I fucking love Tom Segura. He's recording his new special in November. Nice. So then it should be out by May, maybe? Or April? That'd be cool if it released on his birthday. Maybe. I want the. Uh, I still gotta watch Bill Burr's special. It just came out. I wanna see Patton Oswalt do a new special. Damn it. Uh, or John Mulaney. I'll take either one. <coughs> yeah, I have no idea if they've been, like, touring or not. I'm sure they have been. Probably. Well, Patton. He, okay, his show got canceled, didn't it? That AP Bio? Yeah, I thought it got picked up by somebody, though. Oh, really? I think. Yahoo, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Apple TV. <laughs> Great. Now nobody will definitely watch it. AP Bio Season 3. Oh, it had two seasons? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Series revived for new streaming service. Oh. Disney Plus? <laughs> no. Fucking NBC's got their own goddamn streaming service coming I now. I I heard about that. Called Peacock. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, fucking get in... Uh, Parks and Rec while you can before they take it off on Netflix. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. Oh, fucking watch it. Parks and Rec is great. Um, yeah, it looks like... Uh, did you hear about the kid from SNL who got hired and then like... The fired within fired. the week, yeah. Did you read anything about it? Yeah, from what I understood, the quote-unquote jokes weren't actually funny and just seemed to be more actually racist rants. Did you then, read any of the tweets? No. Yeah. I didn't. Really. Every time I saw it ever pop up, I was either at work or like laying in bed about to go to sleep. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with this right I now. I tried to find the tweets and I couldn't. From what I understand, it was on his podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. They weren't even tweets. Yeah, it was just like... And then he he called friends of his gay slurs. 
So he must have called his buddy like a faggot or something. Yeah, those don't don't do that. Well, yeah, but he also did it a year ago. Yeah, but still, a year ago is recent enough. Recent enough to get fired immediately from his job on a podcast that probably no one listens to. I hadn't enough. even heard of this kid until I heard I he mean, got fired. This I is hadn't more heard of publicity him. for him than being on SNL, probably. Honestly, probably. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, it makes sense that SNL would do that, considering... Not really. Them being a comedy network. Yeah. Or a comedy show. Yeah, they. but they are also very left-leaning show, and they also need to protect their image. Yeah, most comedians are left-leaning. Left-leaning, also. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but, so, no, it makes sense that SNL did what it did. I guess. So... Anyways, even though there's, they didn't even like in any of the stories didn't actually document or cite any of the things. They just said, "Oh, he said these things." It's on his podcast. Yeah, but they didn't like listen. To they him. didn't put any sound bites up or anything, or they didn't like put in quotes. He was quoted as saying this, this, and that. You could say made racist remarks on his podcast, and if you're and curious enough, you just enough to, have to assume, oh, he made racist remarks. They if you're curious enough, for people to okay, but if you're out. curious enough to check it out, you will go to his fucking podcast and listen to it. I know, but the problem is, no one's going to. I've seen fucking clips of it on Twitter. What? Yeah, I've seen his podcast or just yeah. clips about the story of his podcast, really? which again I haven't listened to because every time I see it, I'm at work or about to go to bed. Okay, you should like. Put my name in one of the replies for it then when you see it because yeah. I haven't seen it yet because right. I read like two or three articles about it and all I heard was that uh, well one Jim Norton was defending him and then Rob Schneider also when Rob Schneider I take with a grain of salt a little bit I'm like Ugh, Rob Schneider Rob Schneider's an anti-vaxxer so is he yeah or if he's not a hundred percent anti-vax he's one of those let's just spread the vaccines out a little bit type of people like, then just fucking do them all at once like you're supposed to well not all in the same <laughs> well, day yeah <laughs> Jim Jeffries has a bit about yeah, that yeah, yeah like you've seen like that picture of, like the doll with all the like these are the number of shots your baby yeah was that I think that was Jim Jeffries because then he's like if I had to get all those shots at once I'd be fucking terrified I think that was no it's not him he oh no never mind taking his it was, son in to get him sorry it was a British sounding person it was John Oliver oh. on his show um, Jim Jeffries is Australian. Okay, but it's still like a mutation <laughs> of the fucking British accent, all right? You saying Australian people are mutated British? No, I'm saying the Australian accent is a mutated British accent. You piece of shit. Anyways. You anti-Aus piece of shit. Anyways. Yeah, no, it was John Oliver. He's like, yeah, if I had to get all those shots like that, I'd be fucking terrified. Because, <laughs> like, it's just like a baby that's like looks like a fucking pin cushion covered in... It's a, like a, a doll baby. It's not like a photoshopped baby uh-huh. with it. It's like a baby doll that they just, like, have a million fucking needles in. It's like, these are all the <laughs> vaccines your child gets by the time it's six months old or some shit like that. That can't be right. I, I mean, it's probably not, but <laughs> it's, like... They probably, like, there's, like, pill forms of some of those shots that they typically give to kids. And they're like, let's make it the needle so the picture looks more scary. Exactly. Yeah, it's the, that's the point is the picture's supposed to look scary. Right. But uh, I think we've gotten way off topic from Goodbye Lennon at this point. I don't remember the anti-vax message part of... Uh... It's all propaganda, John. <laughs> we're just talking about the same shit. That's what the Spreewald pickles were. It was a metaphor for vaccines. <laughs> And yes. how realistically you shouldn't, because once the mother got him, she died. No, that's just when she went outside and saw Lennon. 
and then shortly after she died. Well, you could also say the mom had her first heart attack, and shortly after she died. Okay, thanks. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I guess the joke didn't land. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You know what, John? It didn't. (laughs) But that's okay. Maybe if someone at home laughed. That's all that will matter. So next (laughs) week. Are you laughing? Probably not. Uh yeah okay so, so I don't I don't know you got anything else to say about Goodbye Lennon I don't think so we cleared an hour nice go, I was kind go of glad because when I watched the movie I wasn't sure how long the podcast would be because I enjoyed the movie but I didn't know how much there was to talk about with it yeah because it's like oh I just kind of like this movie but yep. plenty enough mostly just me recapping slowly yeah there you go <laughs> dealing with that cold yeah sorry about that sorry I sound disgusting to people. So, but uh, so next week, uh, uh, the man from, from Uncle, from Uncle, the man from Ant. Is that gonna be the sequel? Ant-Man. We're gonna watch Ant Man next week. I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Has anyone seen Ant Man? No. Are there? Uh, I was actually thinking this the other day. Are there any MCU movies you have not seen? No, I did. I did see them all before I saw Endgame. Okay. Because uh, Ant Man and the Wasp was one I was waiting on that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. And Captain Marvel, actually. I was able to see that before Nice, it went out. Cool, cool. I only saw it, like, actually, like, maybe a week before Endgame came out. Yeah. And then I saw Ant-Man and Wasp after Endgame had come out. So, like, it came out on a Friday. I mm. saw Ant-Man and Wasp on Sunday and then went and saw Endgame on the next Wednesday. Nice. That Friday, I was there for Endgame. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That was, that was another thing. And then about. I went two more times. <laughs> <laughs> and thought about going a third time three fourth weeks time. ago. Oh, fourth time. Yeah, thank you. Um, but, oh, I've seen it four times by now, but... Well, yes. Anyway, but... Uh, um, oh, so last night I went and saw the premiere of the new Rob Zombie movie. Yep. Uh, three from Hell. And uh, that was one I was kind of worried about. I'm like, fuck, it's going to be... All Rob Zombie fans, because it's only three nights here, so there's going to be applauding and cheering, which I fucking hate in a movie theater, because no one's there to hear you. Um, okay, I get that at the end of a movie most of the time, but... It happened at the beginning, and I was kind of like, alright, I'll let this one slide. I hate it at the end, though, too. I, I usually don't get it at the end, but continue. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt your story. I apologize. <laughs> well, at the beginning, I, I tolerate it because it's like they're just excited. They're getting it out like, whoo! Get it out before the movie starts. That's cool. Um, and then, uh, so I had a guy. I had an empty spot next to me, and there was a guy sitting just next to that spot. And uh, st- <sighs> fucking asshole is just making comments to himself. Not even to his friend who's sitting next to him. Like he's not leaning over and whispering to this guy. He's Which at like, least is like I'll, don't I'll whisper but... something to Kate. Like yeah. But keep it as quiet as you can. If you pos- if you have to make a comment, keep it quiet. Right. And at certain parts where the whole audience laughs, I see him going, <laughs> and he's like looking behind him and like over to me, like to make sure I'm laughing. I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's making comments about the movie. Like, um, there's one point where uh, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie's character is like, she pulls a knife out on some guy, and he goes, <laughs> she'll straighten him out. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about, dude? <laughs> I don't okay. need you to See, say that. I'm about to watch it happen. Here's the thing. That's the worst shit. Like, I get you don't like when people applaud in the middle of the movie. Or cheer during in the middle of the movie. I loved it in Endgame. Because I felt like that 
if it worked for me for Endgame, that was fine. But uh, there was my my two most egregious ones. But the most recent one was when I saw Logan. <laughs> At the beginning, like some dudes are like fucking with his limo or whatever that he drives now. Yeah. And so he's like fighting them off or whatever. And uh, like I think he pops his claws out. And this fucking guy, like one seat up and one to the right of me, is just like, all right, yeah. And it's like freaking Was out. Jordan's I'm like, dad in the theater with you? Because <laughs> his dad's like that. <laughs> Maybe. And I'm like, fucking Christ, this guy's going to do this the whole goddamn movie. And he kind of did. <laughs> Jordan's dad gets so hyped on action scenes in a movie. We went and saw um, Dawn of Justice. Okay. Uh, it was for Jordan's birthday, so it was me, Law, Jordan, his dad, his brother, and another friend. Okay. Um, so we all went, and then like at the scene where Batman is fucking people up in the warehouse to yep. save Martha. Um, the the one of the best scenes in the entire movie. Yeah, it is a great scene, but um, I, I think it was the part I liked Donna Justice, but you know I well I, I like the, the extended edition. I, yeah, the director's cut was way better. Um, but so like I think it's the part where um. Batman, like, puts the guy on the crate and then, like, snaps his head backwards. Yes. So, at that part, Jordan's dad goes, wow! <laughs> it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh no. But uh, me and Lot are kind of laughing. Like, with Jordan's dad, it kind of makes me laugh because he's like that with every movie. Alright. It's like, he's just enthusiastic. <laughs> he's having fun. <laughs> But uh, Laud told me he was like that too with um, Star Trek Into Darkness when okay. um, uh, Spock is fighting Khan. He went, whoa! <laughs> when he like broke his arm. <laughs> it's because his dad's a fighter. So yeah. he's into the hand-to-hand combat. Uh, uh, did you go see any John Wick movies with Jordan Reader and his dad? <laughs> no. <laughs> in fact, I've not seen a single John Wick movie in theaters. I see oh. them on DVD. I was going to say, you haven't seen any of them? I've but seen one and two. I haven't seen three yet. We should see three. Uh, some guy said that um, he said three was way better than two, and he was kind of tied between one and three. See, apparently people don't like two as much. I love two. Two's still my favorite one. Yeah. How many times have you seen it? I've seen two the most. I saw that twice in theaters, and I think three times total. Mm. I've seen one like five times, and then two once. <laughs> yeah, see, I've seen one once, two, three times... And three once. Okay. But, uh, I mean, though at the same time, those movies are mostly just memorable for the action movie action scenes. Like, there's some interesting world building going on. But, like... Well, that's what I like the first one about so much, is the world building that they do into it. And then the second one becomes too conscious of itself, of the success of the first one. That's my problem with it. You might not like the third one, then, for world building. That's why I haven't... That's why I didn't go see it in theaters. Yeah, if, if you don't like where the world building's going, just enjoy the action scenes cause because it's fucking just building awesome. up more and more. And now all these outsiders want to be a part of the John Wick franchise. I think Holly Berry's in the third one, right? Yes, she is. I don't give a fuck about Holly Fuss, Berry. Fucking Jason Manzukis is in it. Oh, the guy from How Did This Get Me? Yeah. Is he the curly-haired one? Yes. Oh, he, yeah, because he's Paul Shearer, then a lady. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, fucking uh, it's June Diane Rayfield. Um, but in the uh, fucking posters, like he's got like a poster, and every like he's got a character poster. He fucking shows up twice in the entire movie. 
But he made it on the poster? Yeah, well, not in, like, the official, official poster. I think he actually might be in the official, official poster. But he's, like, he literally shows up twice in the movie. And Parabellum. Yes. Lady, um, Lady Parabellum. Let's see. My other obnoxious person in a movie theater one, though, was uh, uh, fucking Inglorious Bastards. Probably the second time I saw that one in theater. I think Some guy say, what is he saying? No. Uh, no, actually, I think it was the first time. Um, I saw that movie three times in theaters. Um, well, that was we like the saw first it for Nick's birthday. Yeah, all together. Yep. This was a time I saw it with Nick and Dad, because then I also saw it with uh, my friends Nick Grant and Nate Butts. Um, well, I don't think when we went for his birthday it was the second time he had seen it. So yeah, I'm not sure. I really, but I know it must. It had to have been because me, Nick, and Dad definitely saw it before his birthday. I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. the The chronology doesn't actually matter for that. Okay, sorry. Um, what does matter is two seats down was this woman who every time there was the slightest amount of violence, like she was like physically uncomfortable every time it ever happened. It's like, why are you at a Tarantino movie? The worst of course was the scene when uh, he sticks his finger in the bullet hole. Oh, I was thinking when he hits the Nazi soldier in the head with the bat. It happens then too, but the worst one was when you get the close-up of his finger going into the bullet wound. Uh-huh. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. You're at a Quentin Tarantino movie. There's going to be excessive amounts of violence. Yeah, but don't you kind of wish you would have been there for um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with her? <laughs> just hear how she reacted to the end of that fucking movie? It would have been something, alright. In fact, is there any violence in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood until the end? Uh, other other than, like, the movie violence of the show that he's on? No. Not like at he all. he throws the girl down, and I think that's it. Throws the girl down. Like, he has oh, the yeah, girl on yeah. his lap oh, and yeah, throws yeah. her down. As part of the show. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, the most amount of violence up until the end of the fucking movie. Because you don't even see him, like, actually shoot his wife with the uh, spearfishing equipment. Well, you don't, yeah, I mean. He's just holding it in his lap, and it's and implied that him. he does. Yes. Or maybe he doesn't. Who knows? He does. He definitely did. Uh, you think he actually killed her? I do. I think it was an accident, and he just got blamed for it, but he's like, whatever, I know I didn't do it, so... I guess that's him. also possible. I'm not sure. Because that's kind of how I get from his character. He's like, I didn't do it on purpose. Granted, I was holding it, and it went off, but whatever. Oh. And he just yeah, accepts what people think of him. Because he doesn't care. Right. Um, Brad Pitt, come on the podcast. I want to talk about it. Yeah. Um. So goodbye, Lennon. Yeah. Uh, Not a Quentin Tarantino. Movie. I think that's a good sign up for the movie. Goodbye, mm-hmm. Lennon. Uh, thank you for being a movie that we liked. Yes. Uh, if uh, anyone's curious about the movie and thought our explanation of it was fucking stupid, um, go check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Or it's on Amazon Instant Video. You can't watch it for free. No. Got to shell out three ninety nine if you want to watch that shit in nineteen twenty by ten eighty, or two ninety nine and watch that shit like a broke piece of shit. Um, otherwise, John, where can the good people find you? At Rosendoom2 on Twitter, Rosendoom1 on Instagram. You can find the podcast at LTTS Podcast on Twitter and Late to the Podcast, all one word, on Instagram. Jake, where can the good people find you? One word. You can't space it out on. You could, you could put fucking like uh, underscores. Yeah, but you would have said underscore. Like this, watch. Uh, so for Twitter and Instagram, I'm at Jake underscore Lavoy. Okay, but you only have to say it once. Late underscore two underscore the underscore show. Un- no, you wouldn't put an underscore there. But that's kind of obnoxious. You wouldn't put 
Late to the show, underscores between the words. <laughs> uh, so add Jake underscore Lavoy, L-A-V-O-Y, L-A-V-O-Y. Not an I, because some people get confused. And they also think it's Lavoy sometimes. So I said Is that why? V, not B. Is that why it says uh, Jake the boy? Is, uh... Well, that was because um, uh, a few kids in like early elementary school thought my name was Jake the boy. Nice. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I almost spelled it T-H-A-B-O-I though. And I was like, I'm not that cool. So I just spelled it regular the <laughs> way. Uh, but yeah, and then... Um, uh, we, film is uh, at Roleplay Film. Uh, we are currently still doing work on that. We're getting more people casted in it. We uh, have a cinematographer now, most likely. Um, we also have someone interested in just uh, shadowing us and possibly helping us. It. Yeah, and which is cool. publicity for the film, which is fucking pimp nasty. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, so we'll give more information as uh, we progress further. Uh, thank you, everybody. Next week is The Man from Uncle, uh, a movie I'm really excited to watch for the 17th time. I'm really excited to be able to be the one who said John you should watch this movie and then have him watch it well, I, you know what I'm not going to take that away from you so yes you were what? the one to tell me to watch well, this were movie. there other people who told you I've seen this like online a lot it's like you gotta watch like Man from Uncle something that flew under the radar and it's one oh, really? that you definitely gotta watch yeah oh okay so I hadn't heard anything about it other than the fact that um, it didn't do well which really yeah. bummed me out because now they're not gonna do a sequel to it you know it's fucking it would be it would it would a sequel for this movie would be so good. Uh, I'm interested to see it. Okay. So. All right. Uh, yeah. Next week, Man from Uncle. Don't be late. Boy. Ooh.